This episode of Intergalactic Interviews is brought to you in part by SkinandBones.ca. Do you need photos taken for an upcoming live show or a photo shoot for a new album? Do you want professional results without the hassles of worrying about whether or not your photographer is getting the right shots? Then book your next photo shoot with SkinandBones.ca today. I do it, and they even make me look good. SkinandBones.ca. Book it now. This is my high voice. This is my low voice. This is my high medium. Yeah, hey, it works. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is MD, uh, the Boomsday Alliance, and you're listening to Intergalactic Interviews, episode 35. Yeah, I just bounced back from the dead, ladies and gentlemen, and what am I saying? Oh, I was real sick, but I'm also sitting here, now contagious-free, with comedian Shane Clark. Hello, everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get a clap there for the motherfucker. Right? Clap Clapping. for me, you Philistines. Yeah, yeah clap. <laughs> <laughs> clap for him, you Philistines. <laughs> Wash his feet, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> How are you doing out there, folks? Are you having a great week? Did you have a great extended week from your medium favorite podcast? Because I was sick. I had the dreaded strep throat after I had no less than a god week. of uh, I had a birthday week. I, I turned 29. And I went out every single night uh, to like a pretty, pretty epic level of going out. Like if I went out once, that would have been easy enough for the week. But uh, I went out every single night. It was quite the pageantry, and uh, it got pretty debaucherous at points, and I had a great time. But during that time, Shane Clark was very kind enough to show up, bought a whole goddamn round for the whole table. It was fucking amazing, you know? So after we drained his bank account, <laughs> we, we went ahead and, you know, finished the drinks, and I was like, uh, Shane, I'll see you Monday. I'll see you Monday. Don't worry. I know I'm I'm kind of intoxicated right now, but don't worry. I'll never forget this. And Shane said, with his like most trusting face and heart, he said, "I know, I know, I know you'll be there." And then what happened, Shane? You weren't there. I wa- No, I wasn't there at all. No, no. Uh, I might add, it's not like I just no showed him. It was uh, I, w- I was pretty sick. I had strep throat. You know, I, I had strep throat. It, it rocked me. People I, get sick. I felt like I was gonna die, dude. Yeah. I I honestly was like. Like a strep throat uh, was like keeping me from breathing through my mouth and swallowing. Yeah. And then uh, my nose is plugged. So I just can't breathe. I was waking up in the middle of the night like, oh, this is what it's like to have sleep apnea and die in your yeah. sleep. You describing it to me is super attractive as well. Like, that's, <laughs> just delve more into your, your phlegm and snot. That's a great topic. That's, that's the graphic nature of this show. <laughs> Shane, I try my best. You know, I, I, have a, I, have a, I have a good mind to let you know what's really going on yeah, with me. Absolutely. You know? What's really going on with you, Shane Clark? How are uh, you doing? You looking dapper in your suit? Yeah, man. Like I said, I like to dress up for things where nobody's going to see me. That's <laughs> when I look my best. <laughs> yeah, like you made such podcasts, an Podcasts, radio interviews, I go all out. Yeah. Here you're coming in with your three-piece suit and your fedora. You're like, <laughs> well, hold right. on. I would never wear a fedora. So. That's true. That's where I draw the line. No fedoras. When did uh, fedoras find themselves on the low end of the social scale? What happened? When did that happen? Because I, I saw I don't that think on the it internet. Was, I, I think it was before I was born, to be honest. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I think it was within the last five to ten years. I guess there's some people that can always pull off a fedora, but I think that that's the exception of the rule. I think it probably goes back further than Members that. of the Alliance that can rock a fedora. Noah can rock a fedora for sure. Zen Zen, one yeah, of ten. Yeah, Zen, he can rock a fedora. Yeah. yeah. You know? Uh, I can't walk, rock a fedora because I can't rock hats because my head's too big. Is that what happens? Yeah, it's for me, it's toques or nothing, man. Like... It's just because they're stretchy. They feel. Yeah, but you're losing the weight there. That's true. I, mean, I don't think I'll lose weight in my head, though. I'll just be one big head walking around, <laughs> I'm pretty sure, after a while. <laughs> that, there's ever a special plan to like, yeah. uh, ah, is your head too big? Sir, come to our gym. We <laughs> will shrink your head. We'll get it right down. It's got to be some kind of head exercise I yeah. can do. Come on. What do you do to lose face weight? I have no idea. That's a good question. You're losing weight. How many uh, pounds are you down? 15. 15 pounds? Yes. That's fucking good. When did you start? Um, May 1st. So yeah. Well, that's like three weeks ago. Yeah. Not bad. Not three bad. weeks ago. This got 15 pounds through. Yeah, yeah. Averaging five pounds a week. I know. I know it's going to slow down of course, but yeah. Do you got a goal in mind there? Killer? I do. I, I want to, uh, my goal total was to, is to lose 65 total. 65 total. But that's not, that's in like a, like a one year span. I'm not trying to do it like quickly. Or oh, anything. okay. It's just kind of happening quickly. I'm You're not, not wearing garbage do. bags doing sprints. No, not like, <laughs> not like fighters. That's uh that's pretty crazy stuff when they're cutting weight. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're fucking into fighting like me? Yeah, that's, that's good. right. I love the fighting. I've got about, I'm going to say, 
16 straight episodes without talking about MMA. Because, really? Well, because uh, uh, I had a I had a few comments. It was like either people would would uh, write in, yeah. and they and they'd say, "Oh, we love it when you yeah. guys go into into MMA and talk about it." Or the people that are just like, "Yeah, that's where I tune out and the show loses momentum." So I started doing MMA right at the end. Yeah, I'll do it at the end of the show, and then I'll be like, "Well, at least you got the whole well, show." Well, I got to be honest with you, I have probably half the people that will listen to this for me won't be into it and then the other half will be really into it i i would it's think it's really mixed for my about, circle of friends and people i know well fighting for me it, like uh in a competitive sense it yeah. just it's something about willpower versus willpower is like really in, in like it, i don't know maybe being in the entertainment field where yeah. it's already super competitive yeah i look at it like ooh, if i could just kind of harness some of that even you know through yeah. my own work i'm like oh look at the work ethic of this guy well, the, you know? that's one thing the work ethic is crazy because those guys are all self-motivated guys right? right like they get up every day they go to the gym yeah. eight hours train that's eight their hours job, of gym right? i know and people are like i can't do 20 minutes on a yeah, flex. i can't <laughs> i can't Dude, you can't do 20 minutes on a flex. no yeah you i can. can't do 20 minutes on netflix without sweating <laughs> 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 so indecisive. I'm just I'm like, ah. <laughs> it's like, oh man, Californication or Buffy the Vampire Slayer? I have no idea. That's the worst part I hate about. Uh, uh, hear me out on this. Okay. On Netflix. Um, it's your show. I'm going to listen to you. Don't well, worry. I. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, Shane, listen to this part. Listen to this coming up here. It's, it's just, it's a me thing. Don't worry. Uh, so I'm wow, sick. Yeah. Obviously, I went through like Sony films. I watched like every Mark Wahlberg film, not yeah. even by choice. It just it's an interesting choice of actor Netflix. to like binge watch. Netflix is like, oh, you, you like other guys? Have yeah. you thought about watching The Departed again for seven times? And they're not even related films, no. just because Mark Wahlberg's in it. Like, yeah, that's exactly. Not even, these it's, are completely different exactly. movies, but one guy is similar. Totally, know? and and you know what? With his B side catalog, you think Netflix would offer way more of his films, but yeah. they they only offer some of the some of the gems he's done yeah so uh as i was watching some of them i gotta admit the ability to just press circle on my ps3 controller yeah. and stop the entire production immediately yeah is so easy that it it actually is a like a focus thing to watch the whole film now that is just a product of yeah. our generation exactly because i was i was actually like thinking all right Let's say I had The Departed on Blu-ray or DVD or even a VHS or something, you know? Yeah. And I put the VHS in the machine and I'm waiting to, I'm waiting for it to start up and I have to wait for all the stupid previews and all yeah. that stuff. By the time I sit down, that's a commitment. Yeah. Like, I'm not taking it out of the, the machine until yeah. that machine's done and rewound. I or, like how you <laughs> use VHS as an example. Like, welcome to the podcast from 1985, ladies and gentlemen. He doesn't watch DVDs or Blu-rays. VHS tapes. That's, it's weird. That, that's another thing, too. Like, like, I just turned 29, which is old enough to remember before the internet. Yeah. And also old enough to ride the wave of yeah. the internet so vhs is like still very relevant in my head it's well, i mean i i'm not much older than you but it's relevant to me i mean i the, when i was a kid vhs yeah for sure it was it was a big thing you're a spring remember, chicken there shane clark i, I remember tell. betamax man do you remember that of course i remember yeah betamax. i used to watch winnie the witch <laughs> and and superman they were like uh the split b-side or yeah. whatever other betamax yeah there was uh yeah i had a beta machine it was uh amazing now they're like impossible to find there's like ad people on craigslist like looking for them it's hilarious did you know the quality of betamax it's it better better than vhs yeah, yeah the technology was better but it just didn't catch on yeah phillips yeah fucked around yeah with, with their uh, licensing yeah that's what happened yeah but exactly. anyway that commitment level yeah. where, where all of a sudden it's true i could just shut off the film on netflix anytime yeah. i want and then switch to another film yeah there's a convenience in that yeah but there's a lack of commitment and that's that's actually like yeah pretty scary yeah and the thing with me that's the, the, I, I get bored super quick so it's like that's <laughs> like my friends uh, well the, the, they download movies and stuff I, I don't download movies because by the time it's done downloading i don't want to watch it anymore like it's in it my head like i want to watch there. this right now and then as soon as it's downloaded it's like nope sorry i moved on to something else like i just i really get scattered like that I what's just, the last film you, you uh tried to download uh illegally shane clark who lives in vancouver tried to download uh, that's not going to help current address <laughs> yeah <laughs> it, downloading music is not illegal in canada <clears throat> downloading movies is um but it doesn't matter i don't care 
What did I try? And I Ivan Decker was on the show recently, and he told me that you can download anything you want. No, Ivan Decker lives in Gastown. I looked this up. <laughs> music is okay if it's for your own personal use. You can download music in Canada, and it's not illegal. But movies, because of the way they're licensed and the way they're copyrighted, <clears> you, they, it actually <clears> is <throat> illegal to download them. Because <clears throat> um, of uh, territories and stuff. Yeah, it's just weird shit. <clears throat> movies. Um, yeah, I don't remember the last movie I tried to download. To be honest, it was would have been a while ago, man. Like, it was probably like. When the new Star Wars came out, and I, Wait, which ended up sucking, the new Star Wars. No, it ended up what sucking. Like the Phantom about? Menace. When it was Phantom oh, Menace, the Phantom Menace. Yeah, but because I was a huge Star Wars shame, fan, what? right? <laughs> but then, yeah, th- that will turn you off downloading after that. Like you watch that, and it's like, oh wow, You're this like, was wow. terrible. But you know, at the time, all the Star Wars fans were like really anticipating that movie, right? They're, Are you like, really huge. anticipating the new one? No. Oh, okay. Why? Why aren't you? Why? Because J.J. Abrams is a god. No, I, I love J.J. Hate. I J. love J.J. Abrams. Abrams. I do. I love him. All but right. Tell I'm not us gonna why be, you love no, no, him. No, I'm not going to say he's a god. <laughs> like, it's not that. I've seen some J.J. Abrams stuff that is terrible. Have you ever seen the show Undercovers that he did? No. You you are, you are a brand new J.J. Abrams fan. I've I've only met people that will, like, suck the salt off his balls. Oh. I've never I've never met someone who medium likes him. No, I'm, yeah. It's, he is actually hit or miss. To be honest, he is. There's, there's been stuff he, he did that wasn't good, but there's been stuff he did okay, that what's was this awesome. One? What was it? Undercover. Undercovers. It's so bad. What's it? What? Who's in that? Uh, uh, I don't know the, the names of the actors, but basically it's this show about these two, uh, this couple that like run, uh, catering company but they're also like undercover agents at the same time what in the yeah fuck? it's so bad dude it didn't last long it was um but i was a huge fan of his show fringe i love that show that was on oh yeah he did fringe with yeah. josh jackson right? yeah, yeah um yeah josh jackson filmed here in vancouver actually yeah um right outside my old studio i liked times. lost but i didn't <laughs> love lost like everybody else did i've never seen yeah an episode of lost i've never seen it at all my yeah. little brother jordan was like really into lost yeah. and then he told me after it was all done, he's like, anyone thinking about getting into Lost? He's like, just punch yourself in the face. Yeah. That's way better. Just yeah. So I don't know. What happened there? Um, no, I just... I, I heard just, it's Damon Lindhoff, the fucking writer. That's what yeah, I heard. That's yeah. what I heard. I like, like I said, I liked the show, but I didn't like the people like love that show. And I was like, eh, you know, it was good. <laughs> it, it, it kept me entertained, but I, I can name five better shows off the top of my head than Lost. No problem. Okay, go ahead. Five better shows in so, that era. You can't say new shows, obviously. Okay, so, Sopranos. Obviously, was in that era. Yeah, Oz. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, if if we're going in that era, I'm going to a little bit, little bit more time to think. But um, I'm going to say the Shield. The Shield's a great show. That's Fucking a good right. one, dude. We just crushed f- season five, episode. F- three or yeah, something Michael like that. Yeah, Michael Chiklis, man. Yeah. That's, a, that's a good show. Kurt Sutter from Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. Uh, who who created, created Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, or Sons of Anarchy is a great show. As yeah, well. he, yeah, he's like the, one of the main uh, creators of that show. So yeah. very similar in its vibe. Yeah. Super similar. Um, what's another? That's only three. Well, but well, if you if we can go like it, I, I don't know though, but people people classify <laughs> Lost. No, no. What I'm saying is people classify Lost as a great show historically. So we should be able to go to any era. And Lost should be able to stand up to those oh, shows, okay. but it doesn't. Like no, uh, it doesn't. Show, True Detective. Do you ever watch that? No, I haven't That's gotten True Detective. Show. But um, but counting your endorsement right Bad, there, uh, counting your endorsement right there. Yeah. Within the last two months, I'm not kidding. You must be the eleventh person yeah. that's told me that. Eleven. Pe- I haven't had eleven people tell me about a show since like Ninja yeah. Turtles and yeah. I was in it's JK. It's so good, man. Straight up. Uh, we can go back even further. I mean, Seinfeld, one of the best shows ever. Obviously, that's that's, uh, that's back further than Lost. But I mean, like. It, if it's if a show is really that good, it should be able to stand the test of time against any show in any era, right? J.J. Abrams, he just he fucked up Star Trek. Yes, yeah. so I bad. didn't mind those Star Treks, dude. I didn't. I did, okay, here let me. I've told this people have listened to this on the podcast. Yeah. And they know this already, but I'll just say it like this. Okay? Yeah. Look, when when uh, he was announced to direct Star Trek, yeah. this this relaunch, everyone's like, look, it's going to be an alternate universe. It's going to be a relaunch, yeah. but it's going to use original series characters from Star Trek. Right. So I was like, okay, pretty interested in this. Yeah. And, they, and they they started announcing the people they casted. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. I'm like, look at these guys. This Chris Pine guy kind of looks like, uh, you know, young Shatner a little yeah, bit. Yeah. And then they had... Uh, uh, Zachary Kinto that's as, right, uh, as Spock, Spock yeah. right? And I was like, oh, I was like, Zachary, they really made him, you know, he looked like totally different than his character on Heroes, right? Yeah. So I was like, oh, look at this, they're doing a pretty good job here. And I'm yeah. like, I'm like, Yahura, like, you know, all this stuff. And yeah. 
And then, uh, then it was like Simon Pegg was yeah. involved, and, and I was like... By the way, I'm a huge fan of him comedically. Comedically. Yeah, he's great. Thank you. That's what I was about uh, to add. The World's End, fantastic movie. Did you see that? No. Oh, okay. It was last last year. Awesome movie. And just, uh, dude, Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, of Shaun of the Dead, that one. Uh, Run, Fat Boy, Run. Yep. All kinds of good stuff, yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. His, uh, his involvement, to me, was like... Oh, okay. We need a we need an accented guy. Yeah. You know, if we could maybe push him as Scottish, that'd be great too. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, that happened, and I was like, okay, getting ready for this movie. Yeah. And when the movie came out, I went to it, and I was like, whoa, that was pretty awesome. Yeah. I liked it. Then I realized, as I was waiting for the next film to come out, I was like, uh, there was some stuff about that I didn't like. Yeah. I didn't like that uh, Spock's like this like emo whiny yeah, love, yeah. love. Spock was the worst part. I thought I thought of those of both those movies. I was like, he never shows emotion. Yeah, that's like that's a Vulcan thing. Yeah, and yeah. here he is. He's like running the gamut of a grade eight. Yeah. Uh, pre-teen full of hormones little child he's just like yeah. freaking out uh, he's like he's like you need to come speak to me right now like like why are you talking yeah. first of all and the fact that he's banging your you could just see that marketing meeting they're just yeah. like look we need to get the vulcan dating the black girl what's her name yeah. and the one guy's like yahura okay get sahara to date spock yeah. i don't care and they're like well her name's yahura and they're like we don't care we don't care it's about love interest that's what that's what rank that's a q rating for us Kids yeah. will love it, and that to me, I was just like, yeah. so as at, between that movie coming mm-hmm. out and then the second one. By the time the second one came out, I was like, you motherfuckers better knock me out. Yeah, and they didn't. It starts off underwater. Yeah, it continues to just rape the Wrath of Khan plotline. It, it's exactly it is. It's just it, a remake of the Wrath I of Khan. Know. And then they wasted Benedict Cumberbatch, who's like yeah. the fucking man right now. I yeah, um, yeah, it no, just, I don't know. Jade, like I, I actually did did like the Star Trek movies. I didn't love them, but I liked the new ones. <laughs> but Jade, my, my favorite part after telling that rant, yeah. and then someone being immediately after after we tell him because I wait for someone to commit to the JJ thing, yeah, and then I'll say that rant, and then the next thing everyone always says is. While it wasn't the greatest film, they'll, they'll say something like that. They'll be like, ah, oh, it's but not the greatest film. In my defense, film. I never said it was the greatest film in the no, first no, place. I said right. I liked them, right? You did say you liked and them. And I'm sticking with that. I did like you them. You said you love the Star Trek films. You did say that. Okay, but I didn't say they were the greatest. I still didn't say they were the greatest <laughs> film. Listen, J.J. Abrams is not a god. He isn't. He's not. J.J. Abrams, I know you're listening to this. <clears throat> yeah. You are not a god, and you're also very weird looking. I'm going to add that. He's a weird looking guy. Totally weird looking. But he's done stuff I like. All right. Yes. But no, I'm not, by no means. It, for me to be a huge fan of somebody, it would have, like it's someone like Stanley Kubrick, that's to right. me. Okay, yeah, is awesome because I've never seen anything of his that wasn't good. Did you like uh, uh, Doctor Strangelove? Are you kidding me? That's one of my. That's one of his best movies. Thank you. I, it's it's my fucking favorite. Yeah, it, it, if it's either that or Two Thousand One Space Odyssey or, or his best movies, one of those two. Space Odyssey for me. I, I was so late to the party. Yeah. I know it's I don't know it seems weird all the sci-fi yeah. shit with the music and well, stuff. I mean, You'd think I'd I think be into it. Technically we were both late to the party since that movie came out before we were born. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean like even, a, even in our in generation. Yeah. Even in our generation yeah. I was late to the party. I yeah. showed up with like Sprite and I was like, Hey yeah. guys, <laughs> you wanna drink this? Yeah. It's weird. But yeah. But that to me is someone who I would say is like well, I'm never going to say someone's God because I don't believe God exists. But if somebody <laughs> that I like really put Wait, on a high pedestal artistically, I would like be how like Kubrick. I like how just like you can't even say God without <laughs> just being like a little atheist. You're yeah. like, you're like, oh, I won't even say it because you know there's there's guys out there that might think I am Christian, which <laughs> I am not. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I I bet you if I said that some that a director was God, people wouldn't. Uh, confuse me for Christian. No <laughs> shit. Yeah, exactly. Or some weird that's sect of Christianity. It's just like the statement Church alone. Kubrick, that's where I go. And yeah. No one else. Just the statement alone, yeah. my friend. Yeah, for sure. Do you have uh, uh, other than Kubrick? Yeah. Do you have a film that you, you really dig? Something yeah. like uh, uh, right yeah. now. Like what? Right now, if you can watch any film right now, what, what are you going to put on? You for know me? what? The answer to that question for me is almost always the Shawshank Redemption. That that one. Badass I just film. love watching that all the time. Badass um, film. But I'm a, I'm a fan of a lot of older movies. Like uh, Twelve Angry Men is a really good Ooh, movie. Nice. It yeah, from like the 1950s. <laughs> Shane Clark, are you sure you didn't mean Twelve Monkeys? No, I did. I also <laughs> like that movie. By the way, I knew you'd like that yeah. movie. That's so weird. But it's not. Uh, <laughs> no, I wouldn't put it on, on that level, right? Uh, yeah, Shawshank Redemption is always a movie I can just watch over and over again it's just great who's your favorite comic right now that's uh not local in uh in a, a very raised yeah. profile sense like uh like a mainstream sense who's your favorite mainstream comic louis right now? ck 
Louis C.K. Yeah, absolutely. Just 100%. killing it. No question. Yeah. Man, he, he's he's fucking on top right now. Yeah, yeah but it's not even that. Like, I, I, I was a huge fan of his before he even blew up. But, like, it's just, if you watch Louis C.K., his writing, his, everything about him, is his point of view is so strong. Like, he is such a good comic. Like, he is the comic that people, that most comics will measure as, like, the comic yeah he's a comics comic yeah huge bill burr fan as well but and bill burr just recently blew up but he's always i've always been a huge fan of his yeah Um, bill burr had uh it's what's weird about bill is that like he is so fucking talented yeah and and such a funny guy such a great writer yeah he gets the benefit of these like really high profile visibility yeah. uh, roles, like on Breaking Bad. Yeah, like probably the best or TV series in the last the, fifteen years. Yeah, right? did you see the movie The Heat? Yeah, I did okay. see it. Yeah, the, his role in that is when he's so around, like, funny kitchen, when he's going around yeah. the table talking yeah. about the crimes. He's like, go <laughs> ahead, tell, go ahead, tell him. <laughs> <laughs> this guy stole some laptops and work. Yeah, they owed me those. Yeah, that shit evens out. We probably yeah. want to call the cops. <laughs> yeah, love it. Yeah, that, so he's great, man. Even yeah. with these like uh, visual roles yeah. that he gets, um, it's it's almost like kind of funny to me because uh, he is still way more known for his comedy. Yeah. most people most people translate. Yeah. differently you know like the transition they're like oh yeah he's the guy like like i've never met anyone that likes bill burr that goes oh yeah the guy the guy the brother-in-law around the yeah. table on, but on the, the funny heat. thing is when i'll talk to people that don't really that are kind of casual comedy fans and i'll mention bill burr they'll be like who's that and i'll have and i'll have to tell them i'll have to reference a show or a movie yeah which i hate i'm like ah, the, i hate doing I was like, that the, the fucking ginger guy from like, uh breaking bad or like you know, you know, I'll mention a name like Joe Rogan. Like, oh, the Fear Factor guy. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, are you fucking ten me? years ago? No, the guy he did stand up <laughs> before anything. Like, yeah, but I know what you're saying because he was doing stand up for so long. Yeah, he, that was yeah. He, that's yeah. Well, that's I was just, saying, uh, I was saying the other day about about uh, Rogan. Um, I I saw this old stand up of Rogan yeah. from like the early '80s. And uh, he he looked like he was doing a perfect impression of uh, oh fuck what's his name? See, I take a week off. Yeah, I take a week off for the show, and I'm sick, and I I don't know. I'm gonna tell you, Shane. I'm not giving you 100 percent here. Doing a perfect impression. I'm trying. Uh, he would do a perfect impression of help me out. Boston Comics scream. Screaming. Oh, Sam Kennison. Kennison. Yeah. He it was basically like like yeah. He he shouts. He used to shout. He still shouts more. He doesn't yeah. shout as much, but yeah. he shouts a lot. Oh my yeah. god, they're getting right. Ah, yeah. like, and that's. I mean, yelling, I just use yeah. him as an example for what like when I when I mention him to people, like they don't forget the things. I should mention that it, it's like a very, uh, like a homage and a tasteful way. Yeah. Like he was still finding his own yeah. voice essentially. But that's uh, actually, like yeah. why I don't put Joe Rogan on like in my for in like my list of like top con- like I like lo- I like I like the guy I love him. Right. But I again there's a, f- a few comics that are working comics right now that I would put ahead of him for sure. Yeah, I, I would agree so too. I also think that like he's got his hands so spread oh, thin. Yeah, I guy, think it's kind of hard for and he him. He does to, a lot of good, I mean great he's got a great podcast. Dude, he's on the UFC. His podcast like, just hit like 500 episodes his or something. His podcast like is that. amazing, dude. Have you, have you listened to it? Yeah. Here it's a we great are. Podcast. Of course, man. I am It's not intergalactic fan. interviews, but it's good. Thank you for the plug. No problem. Thank you. you know, here on here on lowly episode 35. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah. But like we're a weekly based show. I think he puts out like as many episodes a week as he wants. He yeah. puts out like he three just does or it four. Yeah. yeah, three or four a week. Yeah. That'll yeah. add up pretty fucking quick. Yeah, for sure. But his show is really crazy. The thing yeah. I like about his style and his show is that it's such a nice mix of intellectualism and, and funny yeah. styles, which yeah. is cool. I really like. I probably prefer a lot of the the MMA podcasts more than anything. But some of the best right. ones I, I've listened to are like like his activism yeah. kind of ones he does. Like yeah. uh, the guy, I think his name is Jeremy. Can't remember his last name at the moment, but he was he, he was part of this Blackfish documentary right. that came out. Yeah, yeah. And I've talked about this before on the podcast, so I won't go into it. But it's about the Sea World debacle yeah. and how they handle captivity of animals and right. stuff. And uh, the guy went into it talking about the Canadian uh, uh, marine land. Yeah, and how he's like, I have a direct relationship with this uh, this animal, and you know they're like treating it very badly. And here's yeah. here's how we can fix it. And, it's like Rogan could very easily just be like, I don't have fucking time for this, yeah. you know. And he's just, he just he puts it out there like he cares, and I, yeah. I like that. I think that's a good way. Of no, using and, and, yeah, I love the way Rogan carries himself. I like his whole attitude, his whole demeanor about everything. Um, yeah, it's just he's yeah. Uh, the, when when Rogan stands for something, you know what he stands for. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's one thing. Yeah, he, he doesn't he doesn't beat around the bush. He doesn't flip flop. He doesn't he doesn't pander. It's just not at all. This is me. 
like it or le- like it or hate it, I don't really care. What's uh, which is great. What's one thing from say Louis C.K. who yeah. you mentioned earlier? Yeah. What's one thing from his own style that you aspire to take on as your own? The thing I love about Louis C.K. is that when Louis C.K. walks off the stage after a set or a special, you know a lot more about Louis C.K. and and his life and how he lives and who he is as a person. And that, to me, is the most important thing for good comedy. That's when, smart. When yeah. you walk off the stage, the audience know a little bit more about you. Whether you're doing a five-minute set, whether you're doing a 10-minute set, whether you're doing a headline set, emceeing, whatever, when you walk off stage, the audience should know a little bit more about you. That's very well said because sometimes I, I can watch a comedy show and as soon as the set's done, turn to whoever I'm with and be like, yeah. that was fucking funny. And like, yeah. like just and start maybe even immediately recanting jokes. Be yeah. like, oh, that bit was funny. This is this. Yeah. But then immediately in the back of your head, you're also like, ah, but he's probably just fucking around. That's not him. Yeah. Da, 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 da. And also with, with Louis, you can almost 100% be like, that's, that's him. That's yeah. him. Not yeah. only is that funny, but that's him. You yeah. know what I mean? Which is fucking great. And also like, with the, the that example you used about like when you can recite the guy the person's jokes, yeah. Um, days later, you might still remember those jokes, but you don't remember that person's name. And that's a that's big, true that's a, actually. That's yeah. an old comedy adage: is that when you're done your set, does the audience remember you or do they remember the jokes? If they just remember the jokes, then you're in trouble. If they just remember the jokes, yeah, you're in trouble. Yeah, they well, should remember both. Well, this actually is a great segue. Yeah. Are you ready for this? Yes. Well, part of our our uh, experience here on intergalactic interviews, my yeah. friend, is we like to get the audience involved. Yeah. And uh, we often open up the floor to questions. In this case, the floor has been open for almost two goddamn weeks. Yeah. <laughs> as uh, we waited for me to survive my death clutches of strep throat. Now, we're going to go into some questions here. Yeah. This one comes in via Facebook, okay? Cool. Very relevant segue. Here we go. Shane Clark. Mm-hmm. What is the toughest part of promoting yourself as a comedian? Uh, that's a good segue because yeah. you're saying like the, yeah, if they the toughest the, part I know? would say about promoting it, uh, yourself is it's really really hard to get people out for live entertainment just in general like, I agree with that I, without, know, I know this without struggles. a big name that people have like seen on TV there's just it sucks because like it's such a, so much of a better it's so much of a more honest and better medium than television and I mean those guys that you know you end up on television doing sets that kind right. of thing but right. To see comedy live is in its purest form is, and when it's done well, is just amazing. And the problem is like, there's the, the other problem is that there's a lot of times people go out to see comedy and it's not done very well. And when somebody <laughs> has a bad experience at a comedy show, they don't want to see comedy again. They get an, they get it in their head that that's what stand up comedy is. Yeah. Right. And no amount of promotion you do can change their mind to that. So the hardest part is to, do some is doing something to convince people to come out and check out comedy and just getting them out to do it. We, even if it's like, like I, my goal is not even to just get people to see me. My people is just to get my, my goal is just to get people to see comedy more in general, just live comedy, just to create good more comedy. of a scene. Yeah. yeah just yeah. good comedy because comedy, stand up comedy, there's nothing better in the world than stand up comedy was done. Well, man, nothing better. I totally, that, I mean, you can see your passion when you talk yeah. about it like that. And that, that's a real team player move to say, Oh, I'd rather just build the scene yeah. than have you come out and see me. Come see me. Well, but yeah. Like, yeah, but I'd rather like, build the but scene. I mean, yeah. Yeah. If I'll, I'll be on it when I, when I'm on a show, I mean, there'll be tons of other great comics on the show with me and I'll be like, these guys are great. Like you're going to see, and it's, it's so cheap to go see comedy. Like it's five, 10 five, bucks. Yeah. I, I've to the go most, see a show. The I mo- mean, even when you're going to see just like, unless you're going to see a theater show with like Louis CK, Bill Burr, those guys, even if you go to a comedy club on a weekend, the most you're going to spend is 20 to $25. It's going to, you're going to get way more value than that. than you just, oh, spent. Yeah. actually check it out. It's talking about value. Yeah. So Kyle Bottom recently on the show, right? Yeah. Yeah, Great good, guy, Kyle. good mutual Kyle. friend of ours. Yeah. Good, good guy. Very funny guy too. Very funny. So his going away show here in Vancouver, the comedy mix. Yeah, super super funny show. Yeah. Jordan Cohen uh, MC. He's going to be on the show this summer. Yeah, um, he's very very funny guy. But uh, during the show, um, I don't know if you heard this happen or whatever. If it's just so run of the mill at this point <laughs> or whatever the fuck. But uh, um, during the set, uh, a couple people went up. Ivan Decker went up. Yeah, crushed it. It was Ivan really Decker's good. Great as well. Yeah, yeah. love Ivan. Um, 
all of a sudden, halfway through the set, uh, all right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're going to give it up uh, to a, a, a new open micer here. He's, uh, uh, he's going to do five minutes or of his own. Yeah. Uh, he's never done comedy. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Steve from Saskatoon. And, uh, and Harlan, Harlan Williams came out. Harlan Williams comes yeah. out and crushes it for a good 20 minutes. The Harlan you know? Williams will always ask for that intro at a comedy club. Always. That's a classy thing to do. Yeah, because he wants to, he, he doesn't, well, I mean, when he goes out, everybody knows who he is. Well, yeah. Anybody who's seen him before. Yeah. But. Yeah, he doesn't want. I mean, it, it's it is. It's. A, I, I like. I love the move when he. I does think that's that. a yeah. total class move. Yeah. Now, let me let me break it down for people out there listening that are like, why is that a class move? Yeah. All right. So that's Kyle Bottoms going away show. Yeah. Everyone there is out to support Kyle. Yeah. Uh, everyone and everyone else on the bill. You know, uh, independent acts, also touring acts across the bill, obviously. Yeah. But at the same time, that's a huge thing. Harlan yeah. Williams fucking legend yep. not just a Canadian legend but just, just like comedy legend comedy yeah. legend super funny guy He for him to come out and be like ladies and gentlemen now unannounced Harlan Williams yeah. and just like it kind of it would take a bit of the, uh, yeah. the thunder a bit right but for him to come out like that that's yeah. a super class move I yeah. thought that was funny and then the funny the real funny thing is I guess is the guys in the crowd that don't know who he is yeah. that just think he's they some, think he's yeah and because they just think a guy goes up there yeah. and kills it because he was crushing with oh, just he, his uh, that, his, his setups crowd were crushing work's amazing too yeah. yeah just his crowd work just yeah. his setups were crushing so I, I thought that was funny it's a good move yeah. and not to contrast this in a in a, yeah. in a in a bad way but I'll just say Later on in the set, also unannounced. Yeah. Okay. We're talking about getting your money's worth. Yeah. Right. So for this show, it was very inexpensive, right? Within yeah. the range we were it was talking. Like seven bucks or something. Super inexpensive, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Definitely in the range we're talking. Yeah. Um, after Harlan Willen goes up, a uh, great improv group goes up. And then, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Canadian icon, Brent Butt. Yeah. Brent Butt comes up and does about 35 minutes, you know? <laughs> yeah. 30 He's minutes. He's so funny, Brent Butt, man. He's but, a very funny guy. And yeah. I'll, I'll just, uh, I'll just say, not that that's any less classy to come up like that. No, but that was a that was a nice treat for yeah, the crowd. Yeah, I mean, but it's you know a little I mean? bit. Of, it's a little different with Brent Bucket. I mean, he's from Vancouver, and like this is where he cut his teeth, and like he's he's a he's a comics comic as well, and like um, I can say that I I've never seen him live before that night. Yeah, and I I don't really like corner gas. To be honest, okay, with you. I yeah. don't. I don't really like the timing yeah, of it. Yeah. So it's, it's a weird timing of the show. Yeah, his stand up's quite quite a bit different. But his stand up is actually very engaging. I think he's one of the best in the country. To be honest, he's yeah. he's very funny. Yeah, I like yeah. him. I thought it was good. Yeah. He actually made a believer in me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he made a Justin believer in me. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, it was good. It was good. But anyway, yeah. yeah, it was a great show. <coughs> Kyle crushed it. Yeah. Kyle killed and, it. And I mean, Harlan does that. I've I've been at the comedy mix when Harlan came down for a spot, and he every time he last for the intro. Doesn't matter what show it is. Every time, yeah, every time. But it's still, it still kind of ties into what you're saying, because um, he just doesn't want to take any um, attention away from the headline or any of that stuff. It's just I'm gonna go out and just do do my time and then leave kind of thing. He doesn't oh, want yeah. to make it the Harlan show kind of thing, right? Totally. Now I'm yeah. there obviously on like several different uh, agendas. Like, yeah. I, like I'm there to support Kyle, obviously, but yeah. I'm also there because I, I I love being out in the scene. I yeah. love comedy. Yeah. Um. I'm I'm also networking for the podcast. I'm also networking for myself and production. Yeah. So being out. For me, is a little different thing. But yeah. if I was a first-time visitor there, and I was expecting to see some uh, live comedy, yeah. and I was like, "Wow, this is a funny show," and then something like that happens yeah. twice, yeah, I would be very much a return customer. I'd be like, yeah. "Oh, you never know who's going to show up." Yeah, well, such that's a, you know, and, and that's the thing. That's where that's where the the comedy club uh, is always. You're always going to get your value at, at a comedy always, club. Always. Yeah. Always. Um, they just, yeah. I mean, even if you go there for like a Tuesday amateur night kind of thing, like it's five bucks, you're going to at least see $5 worth of comedy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because they they, they, uh, they they have a little bit bigger, I mean, they'll be guys, first timers, that kind of thing. But they once once they know guys, they, they got a little bit bigger screening process than some of the smaller independent shows do in terms of like who they're going to put up and who's... You know who's funny, who's not, that kind of stuff, right? I so. definitely like yeah. Uh, I like the way the comedy scene is right now in the city. It's great. Vancouver's got a great scene. It's nice and right now. Fa- man, this place has some funny comics. Man, it's 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 insane. I've been to other cities in Canada, and I've done comedy, and I've seen comedy, and uh, I, I, I maybe I'm biased because I'm in Vancouver, but I seriously think that comic for comic, we have the funniest people. It's very, 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 very like tight yeah. here. I, I like I, you can. You can see a good hour of comedy here, people piecing together, even five, ten minute sets, yeah. and it's every comic going up is going to crush. And yeah. It's like really fucking nice. I, yeah. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. I mean, Vancouver come on. audiences help with that too, though. I mean, we have tough audiences here. We do. 
Well, there's especially a weird... like uh, in Kitsilano area, and uh, well, the liberal vibe that the yeah. West Coast brings is always kind of it's weird because you can say things that are extremely very like even for progressive people they'd say whoa to yeah but then they'll weirdly react to yeah. like to the most uh, conservative I like, stuff i like that it's challenging when you can go out and like if you if you can get a, a, a laugh at at a really tough show like that if uh, with a new joke or whatever you can get laughs you know that joke's gonna work anywhere okay well, this is a great segue then. All right. Shane Clark. Got Shane Clark. Question. Shane Clark, a comedian of comedian. Uh, this question from our listeners comes in via Twitter. Uh, Shane Clark, uh, best set you have ever done so far? Question uh, mark. Best set I've ever done so far would have to be um, I did a 15 minutes. Uh, like I've done a couple headline gigs and that kind of stuff and MC gigs and uh, yeah, I think and, they they're probably referring to energy. Like, yeah, like but just the, satisfaction. This fifteen minutes that I did at the comedy mix one time uh, was a uh, uh, feature spot and it just everything fell into place perfectly and it was one of the first longer sets I did. Like since then I've done yeah a yeah. lot of longer sets, but and. Um, it was nice because I was actually able to flow my jokes together because I had more time. As opposed to like, holy shit, I have to wrap. As opposed to like, when you do five minutes, you are just going with your best five minutes. You're like, what are my best jokes? Bang, bang, bang. Let's bang it out and get out of here. But fi- when you have, when you have, when you start to get into like fifteen minutes and longer than that, you can start to flow your jokes into each other and kind of tell a story, right? Right. And I didn't know if I was going to be able to do that effectively because I hadn't really done it. And, uh, and it just worked out well and the audience loved it. And I just came off the stage feeling really good. That's good, man. Yeah. That's like that the first was, time you get off the treadmill yeah. and, and they're like, all right, let's go. And I've done the like world. longer sets that <laughs> since then and sets that length since then. And, uh, <clears throat> haven't, haven't felt as good about them. So good for you, yeah, Shane Clark. So like that one was good. for sure one that stood out for me. Yeah. Shane Clark. I'm, I'm, I, I think that's a good thing for you. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. It's like I said, it's like getting off the treadmill. Yeah. And someone's like, let's go for a jog yeah. now in the real world. And you're like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. I've only ever done it in the confines of yeah, this. Yeah, exactly. Thing. All right. Check it out. This is actually, a, man, the, the segues never work this well. <laughs> Speaking of things working really well. Okay. Shane, this one, this one comes in via Facebook. Okay. Okay. Shane, when you, <laughs> this is a, this is mildly offensive. Okay, Just cool. I, okay? I, I, I like mildly offensive. Not no to be confused with. I actually like supremely offensive, but okay. mildly will take. Not to be confused with the best segment on the show, which is, is that too, too offensive. Yeah, I gotta love that segment. That's coming up. All right, are you ready, my friend? Yeah, Shane. When you used to have a goatee, why did you used to saddle the mic under your goatee when you perform, leaving the mic smelling like chin and booze for the next comic up? This <laughs> is a great question. Um, By the way, you don't have a goatee anymore. Yeah. I, so whatever you answer, we'll, we'll get this into is, that uh, story in a bit. But yeah. <laughs> um, actually, the reason I rested in my goatee is because I found that's where it got me the best sound. Like it was just the spot. Was, oh, like right yeah. there. Yeah. Um, I don't really know how it could have smelled like booze because I don't normally drink before sets. So that was kind <laughs> of a. But um, probably they just added that. In. Definitely, uh, yeah. It would definitely be some pubes in the mic after <laughs> I was done my set because my goatee would just shed, <laughs> and I couldn't really help that. Uh, as far as why, it just I couldn't help it. I, I apologize to whichever comic posted that question because <laughs> I know it was probably somebody yeah. who had to uh, go on after me or something. It's but, kind of a prick job. Yeah, to but us. no, it's it's true. It's true. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's why I would rest it in my goatee. Though I just found, like, after experimenting with where to p- place the mic, I just found I got the best sound of projection right there, and it just happened to be on my goatee. Sweet. So it's just coincidental. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So is is that where you put it now? Uh, well, now I, I, I. The funny thing is, I've done it so much, I now know how far away it was from my face. <laughs> so it doesn't really matter if I have the goatee or not. I can keep it in the same place. Listen up, yeah. up and coming comedians. Yeah, grow a beard, get your measures right, get your <laughs> figure your distance out. Okay, <laughs> ladies, do the same. Here we go. Uh, this one comes in via Facebook. All right. Uh, let's see. Oh, we asked that one. Okay. Um, <laughs> if sharks were capable of walking land, what are the first things that would change for humans? Hmm. 
Mm. Wow, that's a uh, first. That's a weirdly good question. Uh, <laughs> like, I know it's completely illogical, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, what would we do? I'm always impressed um, with the audience. I gotta say, I think we would be we would be a lot more apprehensive <laughs> and frightened <laughs> on a basis. Like we would be looking over our shoulders a lot more. I, um, I although think, I don't know how effective a shark would be on land. I mean, there's another comic that has a great joke about it, so I'm not going to dwell on it too, too much. But um, th- I, I'm sure that, but. It depend on how, yeah. Like the question would have to be expanded a little bit. Like, <laughs> would they still be as effective as they are in water, or would they be like limited? Because <laughs> would they be wearing like Levi's? Yeah, like? <laughs> would they have like you know UGG boots on or something? Like, I, I think it would. I think it would probably be like bears. It'd, yeah, it'd be like, oh my god, there's a bear. Oh yeah, you know. But the thing is, bears aren't like. That's true. I guess sharks wouldn't just be around. Like, like they're okay. Things that would change, though. What would be the first thing that would change? Again, but people would just be a lot more cautious. I would think. <laughs> I would just think being around. I would think swimming would be like. Yeah. Well, oh, the, you were part of the generation would swim that's still more. like they would more because the sharks are out of the water now. <laughs> they'd be like, oh, sharks are on lunch break. They're at Chili's. Let's go swimming, man. That's what's. That's what would happen. You see, you try to talk some coeds and they go to the beach. You're like, yeah, yeah. They're like, look, they're all out there. They're yeah. fucking hunting. Oh, clearly, they're not in the ocean yeah. anymore. Like, nah, I don't know. I think I think it'd be a generational thing. It'd be like, my my grandfather used to swim. You yeah. swim? Are you serious? Like insane? Yeah. It'd be insane. Yeah. Like, that's a good, that was a good one. I yeah. like that. That was good. Would they remake Jaws with Land Shark? That'd be weird. Land, sh- Land Shark Jaws. Land Jaws. Land yeah. Jaws. Land Jaws are basically just like, we see, we already kind of already have them. What about alligators? Earlier this year, I did that alligator viral video. Yeah. And uh, that was awesome. But I learned so much about it just scoring the video. Yeah. It's like, wow, when they jump out of the air yeah. or, or through the water, that tail of theirs propels them up in the up through the air and you're like oh that's kind of cool but you know dolphins blah 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 but i'm like yeah but a dolphin doesn't fucking weigh like yeah like a a metric fucking half ton or whatever the fucking it's like 600 pounds just just jumping out of the fucking ocean yeah that was insane absolutely what if sharks were capable of being on land shane clark that's what we're really concerned about today like i know and that's it, it would be a game changer. It's, it, it's, 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 but as I said, people would. I think people would be less afraid of the water, more afraid of the land. More afraid of the land. Yeah, they would. They would be taking to the water. What if they a, were taking like urban areas, like like oh, you can't go to the East End anymore. Oh, like like shark gangs, that kind of yeah. shit. Shark shark tribes, <laughs> you know, like West Side Story. <laughs> Once a jet, you're always a jet. Okay, uh, th- this uh, this last one comes in via email, actually. Yeah. Um, this one, uh, just reading ahead here, I can just tell you I don't agree with the the uh, the comparison. Okay, no problem. But but I'll explain after. Yeah, yeah, so I'll cool. let you make your own decision. Cool. Uh, Shane Clark, would you rather watch a carrot top performance or football? I assume they mean American football, American. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, I, it, it, that wouldn't matter. I would rather watch any kind of football than a carrot top performance, but it's only because I'm not a fan of prop comedy or carrot top in general. But he's cut the fucking market on prop comedy. Oh, he's like, got the market cornered for sure. Can you even name the second best guy? The second best prop comic? Yeah. Ventriloquism doesn't count. Well, so like, first of all, yeah, I'm, I'm not a fan of that either, really. Uh, no, <laughs> You're like a uh, Jeff Dunham, who, by the way, also has the market card. Go dude, ahead and tell me the number two ventriloquist. Don't, but don't even get me started on how much I dislike Jeff Dunham. <laughs> I, well, you don't like the honest stick? Uh, for, you Shane know, most, most comedians don't like Jeff Dunham because he's not original. It's a nice oh. way I'm going to say it. Oh, he's a, he's a, he's a Carlos Menstia? Stelia. Very much so, yes. Oh yeah, Carlos Menstelia. You know how rich that guy is too. He was like, he made like, he was like the third. He's he made like eighteen million dollars last year. Some you you think he'd have a lot of time? Yeah. To write jokes. Yeah. That's but that's uh, not my problem with carrot top. My problem with carrot wait, top is just I don't like prop. Can I just ask? Yeah. Because oftentimes when things like this are exposed, yeah, it's uh, it's hearsay. Like we're saying right it's now, it's not hearsay. It's not hearsay. Yeah, uh, if you ask, well, I mean, not hearsay among his peers, anyways. Okay. I mean, fans. Fans That's what I'm saying. There, there's a tier uh, of of learning, like like with the Carlos thing. Yeah. By the time that hit mainstream, yeah, North America, the world, all that, the the industry was like, yeah, we've been fucking telling yeah. you for how well, long. Well, comedy is great at policing itself. I found like it's, it's recently or just because, no, just in general. I find it is okay. Give me an uh, example previous to Carlos Mencia though that would show that because Dane I, Cook, Dane Cook, yeah, that was around the same time though, right? Um, I think. Oh, maybe it was around the same. No, because 
because the stuff he lifted was from a li- Louis C.K. Live in Houston from 1995. The first, the first stuff he started to lift. Would that be his first CD? Uh, uh, one of his first, yeah. Uh, I think it's Vengeance or Retribution or I don't know what it was. Uh, Any. Yeah. I I listened to it. I know yeah. I know for a fact that yeah. uh, I got caught um, up in it. That's for sure. I like it. I, yeah, he, uh, his his performances are nice, but uh, I don't like the unoriginality of it. Obviously. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, there, there's a few. <clears> I mean, I, I don't really want to like mention too many names. I call call a lot of people out. I mean, Robin Williams is known for it too. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I've I've heard, I've, I've heard that several yeah. times. Yeah. Um, which is like crazy considering how unique his delivery yeah. is. I mean, a lot of the time, like the thing is comedians will give you the benefit of the doubt if they, if they approach you about it, like there are cases of parallel thinking. I've witnessed them myself. I've even had a case of parallel thinking myself and I, I, I appreciate the comic who told me because the way he approached it, he knew I wasn't stealing. He knew I wasn't a thief cause he had seen my stuff before, but I had a joke that was similar to this comedian Mike Berbelia. I don't know if you've heard of him. Very yeah, funny. Yeah, I know him. Yeah, yeah he's he, awesome. he, did, he had the best special of last year. Yeah, uh, which best. was my, my, girlfriend's my girlfriend's boyfriend. boyfriend. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah. he had this great uh, like alarm clock joke that I and I was doing, and I had never heard the joke, never seen it. But the thing is, I'd done it multiple times and nobody said anything. And then finally, this one comic came up to me. He's like, hey, man, look, he's like, he's like, uh, I know. He's like, I know it's not like you didn't steal it. I know it's just, but he's like, this is very similar to Mike Rebelia's joke. I was like, oh man, thanks so much for telling me. And I, t- I took it in my eye and I've never done it ever since. Mike said it to you or just no, no, a fellow comic? Mike didn't say it. No, oh, no. Okay. I had never seen the joke before. I was going to say, yeah, the, you know, no, the, the this, confidence to come up and be like. A fellow comic came okay. up to me and said, hey man, listen, this is just like his joke. And uh, I thanked him for it because I didn't know. And I never, I took it out of my act after that completely. Never did it ever again. And the best part is that same comic told me a story after he told me that. He's like, you don't even understand, dude. I was doing someone else's joke for like a month and nobody said anything to me. And then I found out and I was like, what the hell? Nobody said anything. So people that aren't thieves that have a joke that's similar to another comic, they want to know it is because they're, they, they, they don't want to be telling the no, same I, joke. No, I totally know what you mean. And, but I've seen, I've literally seen two comics write jokes that are almost identical and knew that one of them didn't steal it. That's, I've just seen it happen. I mean, it's but at the same time, the that goes back mind. to what I was saying about, about yeah. being you and your point of view and that kind of thing. Once you get that down, you, you're not going to have that problem. Nobody can steal your persona. They can only steal your jokes. That's right. Right. I, so I, I once you get say, your own persona and, and know what you're doing, that kind of thing. Like this was a while right. back that this happened to me and I haven't had anything like that happen since. Well, I often say that like, like you, you as your, uh, you as you, Shane yeah. Clark, me as me, MD. Yeah. There's, there's only one of one yeah. of us in the world. If we were paintings, it'd be fucking rare. Yeah. You know what I mean? No matter what, if I copied your persona and I went out there and I dedicated myself to comedy and I copied your set word for word, yeah. it's still not Shane Clark. It's still not, you know right. what I mean? And exactly. it's the essence of you, your timing, your delivery, everything about you, yeah. that's still you. Yeah, exactly. That's what kind of keeps things to like a, a pure level, you yeah. know? Whereas within music... I can tell you that's not quite the case. No, you know? I know. Yeah. Because uh, someone can learn guitar, create and compose something on that guitar, and then someone can kind of just be in the room, yeah. hear it, go home, play it for their friends, and they can play it and people go, wow, you know, that's amazing. How did you come up with that? And yeah. well, I don't know. I was just standing around one day and it just happened. You know? Yeah. And that, that's, the, that's the difference because guitars are not one of one. Yeah. Being able to play a guitar is not one to one. The the abilities on a guitar, yeah, you can pretty much niche it yourself yeah. down to an expert level, obviously. But I think with vocal talents, yeah, because voices are one of one. Like in a tool shop of the mind, especially as a producer, when I'm producing a track, if there are several vocals on an, on a record, I look at it like, okay, a dash of this, a pinch of this. You know, you're, it's yeah. just like you're cooking. You're, you're like, okay, I got to blend you. That's why they call it mixing. I'm like, yeah. I'm, I'm mixing to make it what yeah. it is the final product yeah right? exactly just like comedy I know I know you're gonna say like the creativity and yeah. your own vibe and all that so when you take a dash of oh hey uh, inspiration yeah and the the label falls off of inspiration and you're like oh shit I'm stealing yeah <laughs> whoops you're yeah. like ah oh, that kind of thing that that happens to other comics I know like yeah. it just occasionally and, and it'll occur and that's the thing too like you can usually tell when someone's stealing more than if they've accidentally written a joke similar to someone else's because it's a, it's away from their style. Like you get to know comic styles and what kind of jokes they tell. And then all of a sudden there's a joke in there that th- that's not something they would normally tell. Then, you know, immediately. Right. Fucking Whereas nuts. like if you write it, if you write something, then it's kind of the style of joke you'll tell. And then it happens to be similar to someone else's. That's just, that just happened. And then you just get, you just go past it. You stop doing the joke. Shane Clark. Go ahead. 
set the table for us. Is there anyone in the local scene that falls into this category that that would be more inclined to borrow more than is considered influencing? Um. Well, yeah, but I'm not gonna. I, I'm not gonna call anybody out. <laughs> I should have saved know that. Who they are. See, I should have saved that for too offensive. Yeah, and then you'd have to. You I know. still wouldn't call anybody out. I'm not. I'm not that kind of guy. I wouldn't do that. Um, <laughs> All right, all right. I mean, it, honestly, if you're if you're going around doing that, and that's that's the way you want to do comedy, I mean, it, it it's going to take care of itself. To be honest, you're not gonna you're not gonna get very far doing that. You might fool the audience, but you're not gonna fool your peers, and you're not gonna fool the bookers for that for very long. That's right, that, right. That's so. totally. I, I've always think like like uh, when I when I was coming up in the in the industry, and, and uh, obviously I'm still coming up. That's how I feel. I always feel like I'm coming up. But yeah. when in the early stages of my career, I always thought. Uh, I just want to be like like a rapper's rapper. Like, like yeah. I want to be an artist artist. I, I want to I want people that are in the know to respect me. And I always thought the rest will just fall in line. Yeah, that, that's how I've always thought it. And if you keep yourself pure around your peers, that'll just fall in line. Yeah. There, there's really no other way to go about it. Just to just be a good guy. Don't yeah. be a fucking prick. Don't steal from other people that are trying to do what you're doing. Yeah, like recognize the amount of time it takes to do your own shit yeah and, and don't steal that from someone that, that's, yeah. that's bad when you well, have these like massive icons uh in a in a meet like a mainstream sense like yeah. say robin williams yeah who was just like a mishmash of yeah. like all these comics from the 70s and 80s and yeah and you're just like wow the, the, this is fucking crazy like for the for the average joe to hear that oh wow what that's lifted from blah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah. oh there's allegations here this yeah. and this they go nah no he would never do that robin robin Williams, they, he's such a nice guy why yeah. would he do it it's just like yeah but when millions of dollars are at stake yeah People will do very drastic yeah, and, things. Yeah, and what what uh, like a comics not what a comic doesn't realize that yeah, the, some of those audience members probably might be the first time seeing comedy, or maybe they've only been a couple times. But the guy who booked you, he has seen way more comedy than you. He sees it every day. He sees multiple comics every night. Those club runners and the guys who run shows, all they do is watch comedy. That's right. So if if you're doing something that someone else is doing, they know. You know what I mean? By the like, way, I, I kind of forgot this till now. I just want to say it now, tag it yeah. on to the end of that story you told me earlier, which was uh, about Mike Birbiglia. Or, yeah. yeah. I, I thought, I, at first I thought, you know, there was this John Wayne moment. Yeah. Like Mike came over and was like, listen. Yeah. That joke. <laughs> no way am you I need big to enough stop to even it. be on the same show as Mike Birbiglia. <laughs> like, like he be just, in the same room as him. Fuck. <laughs> all things in time, my friend. Yeah. But I just thought. That would be the ultimate, like. Well, think about that. That would be the ultimate genius if you, if you you wrote a joke and you you it was similar to someone else that you'd never seen the guy perform it, and then you you perform it in front of that person. Oh my god! Yeah, that would be the That's worst. That's what I'm saying. Like nobody policed you. Like like yeah. uh, this other comic you talked about who, yeah. who didn't say it for a month. Yeah, that for that guy to be put in that position. Yeah, and then have that John Wayne moment afterwards. Yeah. Just like listen, you yeah. know, I'm not really comfortable yeah. with the situation <laughs> yeah totally <laughs> I, thought, I just thought the balls on that you know because yeah. usually it's a third party that goes listen you know he doesn't want to be a prick yeah but uh this is what the situation is uh, da, da, da. okay i uh i've enjoyed everything up till now yeah we got two segments left are you ready absolutely all right this is a very fun part of the show this is called uh that doesn't even have a name i just i, I it's like the fucking it's just a uh, a rapid fire Rapid fire. That's usually right. what I say. Rapid Let's call fire. it rapid fire. How about that? Right. Sounds good. For moving on, that's what it is for yeah. now. Yeah. All right. Rapid fire. It's just five questions. It's just uh, okay. it's, it's Coke or Pepsi. Okay. You know what I mean? You're just one or the other. That's Neither. it. I'm sorry. <laughs> as fast as possible. All right. And then explain why. All right, cool. All right. Uh, number one. Here we go. Uh, Jiu-jitsu or boxing? Uh, I, boxing. I'm Just because I'm old school. And I still, nice. like, I still like the purity of boxing. That's, that's nice. Yeah. You got a favorite boxer? Uh, yeah, all time or just not currently? Not just currently. Uh, I'm really big fan of Miguel Cotto. Oh yeah, look yeah. at this. He's got the craziest guard. Yeah, man, his arms curl around the back of his neck. Insane. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, uh, I haven't seen him fight since he fought Pacquiao. No, actually. he's fighting soon though. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, here we go. Uh, number two, uh, Carlin or Pryor? Pryor. George and Richard, obviously. Yeah, Pryor's my favorite comedian of all time. Wow. Yeah. You know, I'm sure there's a bunch of uh, good old boys out there that are like, "Oh, Carlin, I thought well, for sure." Not noggin Carlin. He's top five ever. Let's just <laughs> let's just say that. But I like Pryor more. Shane Clark, I had no idea you're so soulful. You know, he's <laughs> just so urban driven. <laughs> okay, uh, third, third. I didn't know that was all the time. That was a good one. Yeah. Okay, third. Uh, Nerf or Super Soaker. Nerf. Why? 
I just feel like it's more more sporting, a little uh, a little more fun. <laughs> Super Soakers can be cruel. Is this man. why you just lost 15 pounds? You're like, ah, it's sporting. <laughs> I don't. I've never lost weight playing Nerf. It's not athletic. <laughs> no, no. But I mean, Super Soakers can be cruel, man. You just douse somebody in water. Come on. I used to. Th- I. I first of all, I agree with you. Yeah. Okay. I don't know about the athletic part, but uh, the the Super Soaker. <laughs> I always thought it was such a prick thing that you go, up, you, you, you such, squirt so some of water. Yeah. Oh God. I've always wanted to slap someone. And then people just fill it with other shit, too, to make it even worse. Like, yeah, I'm going to squirt you with grape Kool-Aid. Oh, yeah. thanks, buddy. You're awesome. Ha-ha, <laughs> bleach. Yeah, bleach. <laughs> I just sprayed you with hydrochloric yeah. acid. Have fun dying. <laughs> All right, uh, this next one is uh, kale. Yeah. Because you're because you're, you're working out there, Shane Clark. All right, so kale or chale, as in sonin. Okay. <laughs> A lot of people who know who know uh, me are going to laugh at that because they know I, I I have a personal vendetta against kale. Not okay. only do I hate it, I hate the whole idea of it, and I, I want it banished from the planet. So, uh, Chale. You, you should, yeah, you should go to, I'm not going to say the brand until they sponsor the show, but uh, there's a famous juice bar here, I'll tell you after. Yeah. Uh, they got a pretty good uh, a kale shake. Yeah. It's, I like it. I like it. It's no, actually good. I'm not good. having it. I'm I not like having it. it. It's pretty good. It's like spinach took a shit on lettuce, and Wait, then it's <laughs> like, hey, eat me. It's disgusting. <laughs> So, for the record, you're picking between kale or chale. I'm picking chale. Chale. All right. Chale weird sonnet. comparison. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Like a human being or a leafy substance. When I wrote that, I was like, ah. <laughs> At least it rhymes. That makes sense. I'm like, ah, use your MC <laughs> yeah. skills, killer. Yeah. Right, here we go. All right. Uh, next one is uh, uh, with uh, X Men Days of Future Past, now in theaters. Yep. Just crushed the box office. Directed by J.J. Abrams. No, I'm kidding. Get That's the fuck. Uh, with that in theaters, uh, the question is, the last one, Cyclops or Wolverine? Oh, see, that's a good question. Mm-hmm. Um, I know it's the trendy pick, but I, I like Wolverine. I like the mutant healing. That's the thing. I would like to have that. That's the coolest power. That adamantium Max Pacioretty thing he's got going yeah, on. the mutant healing is sweet. Like, that's, I mean, I would just pick fights with so many people I hate and just, <laughs> you know what I mean? Just, just like, go to show, start yeah, policing like, hey, comedy come on, clubs. Hit me, man. Oh yeah, it didn't hurt. Because <laughs> li- the laser eyes, like that's kind of weird. You got to wear those glasses all the time. I don't all like the that. time. I don't like that. People think you're blind. Yeah. It's weird, right? Yeah. It gets kind of weird after a while. Yeah. Shane Clark, are you ready to play everyone's favorite segment on the show? I am. This is, uh, of course, too, too offensive. <sighs> all right. Ladies and gentlemen, if you've never played this game with us, this is how it goes. There are two questions to be asked. Too offensive. T-W-O or T-double-O? Who knows? Yeah. Too offensive. And our guest has the option of answering the question or replying, too offensive. Just like that. Yeah. In the voice. Or the best way you can do it next to that. You get bonus points for that. Yeah. That's fine. There's um, nothing too offensive. Oh, and we've so been probably. keeping track the whole show of points. So Oh, you've been keeping track yeah. of points. Yeah, you'll be given no a total idea. and a rank Sweet. after the show. Sweet. <laughs> okay, so uh all right. First first question the first. First question the first. Uh, one. Shane Clark. And remember, you can answer too offensive. Yeah, I probably won't, but let's, okay. let's hear. I, 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 don't, I don't think you will, <laughs> but uh, you know, here, just give me the options. Yeah. All right. Shane Clark, question the first. Would you rather murder the entire roster of the San Francisco 49ers? Wow. Okay. Or enjoy a fantastic and pleasant picnic with the roster of the Boston Bruins for an afternoon? Whoever came up with this question really knows me quite well. Um, I would de- definitely rather have a picnic with the entire roster of the Boston Bruins. I'm not going to murder my favorite team's roster. There's no way that would happen. Like, <laughs> I'll definitely picnic with a hated team, no problem. I picked that. I, I, I wrote that, and I, you know, I, I thought, uh, I was like, well... You know, this is either going to show how much he hates the Bruins. Yeah, right. If I had picked Murder of 49ers, <laughs> that would have been a new level of hate for the Bruins, right? for sure. Right? You'd be like, oh, there's no way. I feel way. like I could maybe find some common ground with someone on the Bruins. You don't I think David like, Krejci makes a good uh, cucumber on mayo? Maybe he does. You know? <laughs> I, bet you, I bet you Lucic makes a mean pastrami. But, oh, yeah. He's just he's like, let me set the blanket out. <laughs> <laughs> Drag you by your hair, curl yeah. magnum style. All right. Here we go. Question the second. Yeah. Second the question. Here we go. Two. Shane Clark, <laughs> would you rather tell us what is the worst race on planet Earth or tell us your most embarrassing drug and or slash drunk story? 
No, I'll, I'd rather tell you what the worst race on planet Earth is because it's fucking white people. No question. Jesus it's absolutely Christ. white people. We are the worst <laughs> race on Earth. Go ahead and uh, tell us why. Well, we're the, we're the most racist. We're, <laughs> seriously. We act like first. First of all, you know that white people are the it, white the white white people are the only race of people on the planet where the population is going down every year. We're that, going extinct, man. That's actually true. Yeah, and um. Yeah, we're we're getting fucked, which we deserve. But um, no, like we we have the, the we have it the easiest by far, <laughs> and yet we still find ways to make it seem like we have it the hardest. Are we always complaining? Like, like that's uh, a white reality. People are the biggest whiners in the whole world, man. Like, I, a, like a guy. You take any white person in the world, they wouldn't survive a day as a black person at all. They wouldn't. Like okay, like a guy who's like white guy. 51 yeah worked one industry his whole life you know just gets laid off today okay you know tomorrow he's looking at his job prospects even though that's his scenario and you and i right now younger than much younger than that can go like oh fucking uh this is this is obviously not the end of the road my friend you're you're fine yeah i would say a lot of that is you and me going well you're a white guy yeah you're gonna be fine if a black guy at 51 gets laid off one industry, the whole, well, first of all, that would be fucking just insane. Like, yeah. I, would, I, would, I would applaud that. But, like, that one industry the whole time yeah, and it gets laid off at 51. Dude, same scenario. You and I looking at him many years younger. I'd be like, I don't know. Like, and that's not, like, racism. That's just, like, I'm... I'm Let's be honest. It's a little bit of racism. Well, it is. <laughs> it's, it's our racism and understanding yeah. the, the scenario of, like, like you and I right. are not in charge of hiring people. No. But people that are still in charge no. still went through yeah. like water cannons and sit-ins and things like that, where they took the paint off people yeah. with water hoses and stuff like that. Yeah. Whereas like we look at it like, mm, I don't know. That's not the same. That's not the same environment that he's walking into. It's just like, oh geez, that's, that's kind of fucked up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's true. They say I'm poverty's just super the- surprised that there's a black guy that lived to 51. That's what we know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Edit that the part The imaginary out. black guy. Edit that <laughs> part out. Uh, there you go. That's that's the shitty white people right there. That's hilarious. Um, but no, it's true. It is true. It's it's, diff- it's definitely a different mentality and different. Uh, but th- we shouldn't have that attitude. Like, what makes that white guy any more employable? Right. It's, yeah. That's what's funny is that there's nothing about that guy that makes him more employable except to some people he's more employable because he's white. So so to answer the question, the worst race. That's your answer. Absolutely white people. So. Uh, Actually, the correct answer was uh, any NASCAR race. Which Sorry. is white. Most of Sorry. No, hey. it said the worst race on planet Earth. Oh, race. Oh, no. dude. I see. I mean, the other way with it. I mean, here we go. First of all, there's no correct answer. First of all, but yeah, I, I like you're just so enlightened. You don't see color. You just see. Uh, yeah. yeah. I was like, what is the worst automobile race yeah. on planet no it's like what's the worst race on earth and you're yeah. like well white people clearly i'm like yeah. jesus he's a he's a self-hating white i don't know he's like one of these uh, self-hating whiters <laughs> self-hating white yeah i feel like most whites should be self-hating to be honest that's uh it is what it is yeah you know i i thought that was pretty good and that hey you didn't you didn't say it once I'm, so I'm this wraps not, up i'm not gonna say too offensive that's a perfect score of too offensive <laughs> <Yeah>. <sighs> good job shane clark you're a fantastic guy. You say you're working on your goddamn website. Yes. I'm trying to get some... Well, I'm, uh, I've got the content ready. I'm just trying to get somebody who knows more about that stuff Fuck than that. I do. I'm going to talk to you after the show, and I'm going to sort you out. Okay. I personally am going to sort you out. Don't okay. worry about it. Cool. Don't worry about that. Yeah. So this website, it's going to be made up. Yeah. Until then, yeah. ladies and gentlemen... Let Shane Clark tell you right now how he can have you follow him. Uh, you can hit me up on Twitter. I'm at, uh, at the Shane Clark. Uh, <laughs> I'm on Facebook at Shane Clark. I also have a right now. I keep I post all my shows in a Facebook uh, group called The Many Shows of Shane Clark. Just ask. It's a private group, so I don't get spam. But just ask to be invited, and I will or ask to be in, and I will let you in. Yeah, and that's where I. It's that's an where exclusive I post club. It's exclusive. And uh, yeah, I post a lot of stuff on Twitter and Facebook, so you can follow me there. You're a very busy guy. You're doing shows constantly. You got shows, yep. you're coming up, you want to plug a little bit. Um, this episode comes out Friday, so anything in between, you can basically just give us a recap yeah. of what's going to happen, if you uh, like. <laughs> actually, right now, I don't really have anything big on the horizon. I just got a few, like, I'm, I've been working on a lot of new material that I'm, I'm trying to get out, so I'm just, show, I'm just doing a lot of the uh, 
smaller uh, rooms so I can do some like. Uh, no, you're working it out. Sh- yeah, short sets, work that stuff out. Um, and I'm trying to get the content together for the website. I'm going to be putting up some stuff on YouTube as well very soon, probably tonight. There'll be some videos up on YouTube of me as well. That'd so. be a smart thing since yeah. I don't know people might be checking this out on Friday. Well, and the funny thing is, I've I've had a lot of people tell me that they're like what, at the saw me at a show and they'll be like, "Oh, where can I see more of your stuff?" And I'm like, "Uh, nowhere." Shane, <laughs> Shane Clark. Now you got a little bit of a. Yeah, exactly. You know, I got an episode True. here in Intergalactic Interviews. Yeah, it's always a pleasure, my friend. Always a pleasure. Always man. a pleasure. And ladies and gentlemen, if you want to follow me, you can always follow me at MD underscore Boomsday on Twitter. Uh, you can also follow me there on Instagram if you're into pictures and shit. Who gives a fuck? I don't. Let's go on to the next thing, which is you can always email me your show ideas, your hate, your love, anything to do about Shane Clark's goatee yeah. at Jamie, J-A-Y-M-E, at amprecordsco.com. That's it. That's yeah. the rant. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to end the show today with a very, very special song from uh, a very good friend of mine. Um, good guy. His name's Trey. Rocks out of Toronto. Uh, we recently ran into each other here in Vancouver last week. He's super fucking good guy. Um, he's part of the SARS Network. You can follow him on Twitter at SARS Network. Uh, this song is produced by Fat Tony. Uh, what up to Big Tweez? Good guy. Fucking good song. The song is called... Davin. All right, ladies and gentlemen, check it out. Shane Clark, say goodbye to these folks. Goodbye. Yo, the shatter, I gotta have it, but I gotta dab it. Yeah, they say they smoke like me, but nah, they really haven't. I just dab it, baby. Put a little on the heater, let it melt up on the stick I'ma make you a believer Spirit in a blunt, even roll it in my chiba Ice cubes in the bong, so it's going down cleaner I be dabbing, baby Dabbing I be dabbing Yo, 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 yo I dealt with the man, it met the demand So sticky and creamy, it can melt in my hands You can tell that it's tan Color is beige, blow torch to the rig, get the brother mad blaze. Just another damn day, I'ma put it in the air again. Heating up my spoon, but I ain't cooking up no heroin. It be butter, baby. I let the dab slip off of the dab stick. It's good to the last trip. I'm buying shatter that comes with a biohazard. Yeah, the dealer told me that I'm the luckiest guy to have it. Puffing is like a habit for my G Pen crew. We keep the G Pen blue until the weekend's through. You niggas know what this weed meant. Do. And best believe it's true I'm mad picky on my P's and Q's Yeah, I seek and choose Till I can't even move Probably high end up on the fucking weekly news The shatter, I gotta have it Butter, I gotta dab it Yeah, they say they smoke like me But nah, they really haven't I just dab it, baby Put a little on the heater Let it melt up on the stick I'ma make you a believer I'm spirit in a blunt Even roll it in my chiba Ice cubes in the bong So it's going down cleaner I be dabbing, baby I be dabbing, yo I woke up from a nice dream Magic it might seem I was napping too much dabbing under ice cream I closed my eyes, saw a light beam It was bright green I stood up and did the slight lean I'm like, see, I'm higher than a motherfucker It couldn't hurt for me to go and try another butter Maybe pink kush, maybe green crack Three dabs made a nigga go and lean back I can't keep track I light a huge flame, put it to a rig and dab something with a new name Mixed buds with the butane, maybe too strange I'm in the air like Liu Kang, true tanks, you know what the dude slang One dab will have to stabilize your mood swing Ain't no other like me, I'm a top gunner, you be on that margarine Can't believe it's not butter The shatter, I gotta have it, butter, I gotta dab it Yeah, they say they smoke like me, but nah, they really haven't I just dab it, baby Put a little on the heater, let it melt up on the stick I'ma make you a believer Spirit in a blunt, even roll it in my chiba Ice cubes in the bong, so it's going down cleaner I be dabbing, baby I be dabbing